0: So, Welcome to today's podcast where I'm joined by Monique aydie Monique, thank you very much for joining me on the show today. Um, How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah. No, it's, uh, as I say, um, a pleasure to have you here and obviously find out more about you, your journey, how you got to where you are. And all of that stuff. But for anyone who isn't familiar with who you are, can you just give us a condensed background of where you're based and you, what the hell you're doing at the moment?
1: Right. So, my name is Monique Adimudia. I'm based in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, I have a digital marketing agency called Dragon Digital Marketing and we do inbound marketing and we just help small businesses to get more visibility online through digital marketing. So I do stuff like SEO, web design, web development, social media marketing, content marketing, email marketing, like yeah, a lot of different things.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Sounds, sounds like fun and I'm totally jealous of you living in Florida and I'm stuck here <laughs> in Scotland, but we'll 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 scratch past the uh, that part. Um, so you've got this agency. How long has the agency been going for?
1: Um, so I founded Dragon Digital Marketing in, in October 2019. So yeah, about six months now.
0: Six months. <laughs> and prior to starting out on your own, what 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 was your kind of background? Like, how long have you been doing all of this? digital marketing stuff for?
1: Right. So I've been doing digital marketing for five years. Um, I'm originally coming from like the corporate world. So I had a job at a, um, as a digital marketer and a team um, at like a corporation. And that was like my dream. Um, after high school, I was like, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get my degree in business administration, major in marketing, and then go for like a huge corporation, have like a fancy, cool sounding title and do marketing there. Right. Um, And then I, you know, did it. And then I just didn't like it. (laughs) I wanted to like it in the beginning. Like I wanted to kind of like um, convince myself that I like it and this is what I wanted. And then I just realized, well, it wasn't Um, and now, you know, with all the, um, the startups trending, it's like, yeah, almost really like a trend to be like an entrepreneur, start your own thing. Uh, a lot of super young people start their own ventures, found their own businesses. And I'm like, you know, why not start now and like, just do it. The longer I wait and the longer that I procrastinate, the more I have to actually lose. And right now it's just excuses that I'm, you know, saying to myself why I'm not doing it. So um, I really put a lot of work and effort into learning more about digital marketing besides my job. So in my free time, I would take all these courses, read books, go to seminars, um, you know, just be active in communities, engage with people and teach myself more and more stuff. Um, I learned web development, I learned HTML and CSS to step up my SEO game even more and all of those things until I just felt ready and yeah, did it. So that's how Dragon Digital Marketing started. Uh, The name, in case some people are wondering, I like dragons. (laughs) I think they're cute. I have a bearded dragon as a pet. And yeah, I just think like little lizards, chameleons, uh, iguanas. Also, I just, yeah, super cool and fascinate me. So that's where the name comes from.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's uh, a good enough name. So what I want to do is go back, obviously, to your corporate job. You're in there, you know, five years or whatever. What what was the reason for you not liking what you were doing? Like, was it you wanted to be your own boss, or was it there was just no job progression or not enough money? What what was the deciding factor where you said right? So I us? definitely
1: liked what I was doing and like the tasks that I was assigned and the work itself. What I didn't like was like the environment, like the hierarchy. Um, you know, people not taking you seriously when you have, like, a suggestion and be like, oh, you're new or you're young, yet like, you only been here for, like, three years. What, do you, Like, what do you have to say? I'm here for 15 years, yada, yada, yada. Like, with those excuses, especially in, like, an environment as dynamic as digital marketing, it changes all the time. Like, nothing um, is the same as, like, even, like, a couple of years ago, not even, like, five years ago. So um, people are just... A lot of people just have a fixed mindset, and I think it comes from, you know, this fixed environment. Um, Larger companies, they have their routines, they stick to like their SOPs and processes and everything's like super formal and uh, rigid, and people are like not really willing to try out new stuff and, you know, experiment or, yeah, are just open for other suggestions from other people people take a lot of things personally um have false pride a lot at the times, you know what i'm saying so it's not all like and you're super dependent on like the people you work with and your team uh oftentimes you hear like oh this is just the way like we do things around here this is how it's always been this is how we've always done it like we're not going to change it um stuff like that so I'm a very creative person. And I was, yeah, that was something that I didn't like. And I always kind of knew that I wanted to be my own boss. Um, but in my head, like originally like planning my life, um, I wanted to wait. I would, I was like imagining myself starting my own business, maybe like in my early or mid thirties. Um, definitely not in my mid twenties. And, um, yeah, now I did it in my mid-twenties. <laughs> so that was like the um the only difference. And I'm so glad that I did it for sure.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's interesting to hear why as well. And I think, you know, people, in my opinion, um, you know, try and, and damp you know, dampen the noise from young people or whatever, you know, because mm-hmm. the older people, older generation where as you know, in this industry it's uh, all about trying and testing new things in different ways and embracing new technology and platforms and, and whatnot so it's kind of it sucks that that's the way that, that companies are being run um, but I think that that's good I don't like the corporate world either you know I just think it's BS if I'm honest um, but um, I
1: wanted to be polite and like not bash it too much but yeah that's kind of like the impression that I have of it too um, and I also feel like people in the whole online marketing digital marketing community online are super open and like so nice and so you know just open-minded friendly and welcoming and happy to select new faces and um, you know excited about hearing about new points of view and other perspectives and other suggestions so it's just like this um contrast of like people in the corporate world they're like a yeah different kind of breed of people like you have to be made for that I guess some people love it uh some people don't and it's just not for them and it's not for us like it's not for yeah. the best so. <laughs> for
0: some people but I think you know um sometimes I would kick myself if I suffered it and then broke free um, and thought you know there's a whole different world out here and and, you know I could grow a lot more and stuff but um, also what I wanted to ask you was when you decided to leave how long did it actually take you to get yourself out the door because it's all good and well going I hate this job but I'm, I'm going to assume now I might be completely wrong but you just came from a normal background and didn't have millions in the bank to just go away and start up on your own. So what was that transition like? Like, How long did it take? And was there something that gave you the final push over the edge? Because I know so many people who are like, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave, and I'm going to leave. And mm-hmm. they've been saying it for the last two years, and they're still sitting there. Um, but was there something that just you just went, oh, I'm off, see you later?
1: I think it just made click at some point and exactly what you're saying right now, a lot of people like they're procrastinating and they're always talking about what they're going to do. Like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Or, um, you know, friends of mine, they tell me about like awesome ideas that they have and then they never pursue them. And it's like, I don't want to be like that. Like, let's just do it. Like, um, yeah, I was just thinking about it and like, really, I was doing a lot of research. So it took me, a little bit over a year um, until I finally did it. So I um, did a lot of research about how to start a business and everything. You know, uh, what the ironic thing is, um, I went to business school for business administration and major in marketing. I had no idea how to start a business, right? They don't teach you that kind of stuff in business school. <laughs> so that's like a whole other uh, topic, like the school system and universities. And um, yeah, what they actually uh, teach you and how they prepare prepare you for, um, you know, running your business. Um, that's maybe a discussion for like another uh, day or like another episode, but yeah, I had to research everything. Basically, I knew nothing. (laughs) So, um, yeah, a lot of bureaucracy and stuff that I had to do and, um, also new skills that I felt like I wanted to have. Um, obviously it was clear to me from the beginning that I can't do it all alone. I need some uh, type of team. Uh, not necessarily employees that work for me. And I have all these pressure and also those people like depend on me. And um, so that's uh, not something that I even considered from the very beginning. But what I did consider is like, you definitely need some help. You definitely need a team and you're not alone and you don't got to feel like you're alone. So I hired some freelancers uh, for certain things Um, just from like my own money. I was saving up a little bit, but not too much actually Uh, the good thing is that like a digital marketing agency pretty much is an online business. So uh, there's no office, there's no um, product that we sell. So there's no production, there's no, um, you know, stuff with delivery and um, customer orders and shipping and uh, storage and all that kind of stuff. So it takes a lot of things out of the equation uh, versus if you have like a product based business and sell a product. So lucky for me, uh, it's a service based um, business, so I didn't need a whole lot of money. I never got any funding. I just felt like I never like really needed it. Um, the entry barriers to start your own agency are just really low, and now is the perfect time to get started. Like you got a laptop, <laughs> you're pretty much <laughs> almost good to go. Uh, of course, you need some money, but it's like really doable like. You can really do it, so, yeah, yeah. It took me, until, like, I actually did it, um, yeah, it took me, I think, a little bit over a year, like I said, um, and I was so motivated to do it, because every day, I, I was like, I didn't like this job, like, I don't want to go there, I don't want to get up in the morning, so that's what really, really motivated me, and I really went hard.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, you basically stole my next bunch of questions. Was going to be um, it doesn't well. I I know it doesn't cost a lot to go on your own, and and you know, again, those who are thinking about it, you don't have to have you know fifty thousand bucks in the bank or anything like that. You can literally just go for it and take the the chance um, and do the smart thing. Um, the, the, what you've done when I when I, when I started my own agency. I done it the crazy way where I got an office, then I started hiring people, Um, and before I knew it, I I, I was making doing decent turnover, but not a whole lot of profit because because of the overheads. So it wasn't the smartest way, but you seem to have um, captured on you know I was just getting, I I just I don't even know what I was thinking to be honest, Um, but you seem to have the smart outlook in terms of using freelancers, and I think that's something um you know I'd highly highly recommend anyone in this position doing um but obviously you've done that you've you've jumped ship you you, you know you don't have a leg to stand on you know you don't have an income coming in anymore so <clears throat> when you're starting to get clients on board, what type of clients are these because I know you said you offer you know pretty much everything to do with digital marketing mm what was your main focus? Was it like web design? Was it SEO or or was it just grab everything and anything? What was the kind of sales approach like?
1: So I do target small businesses and small business owners in particular. I don't want to work with huge corporations and enterprises. Um, It's a lot more formal, like they expect more um, formalities from you. Like they want like a uh, company brochure and, um, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. They want like a whole pitch deck. They want so many documents uh, to show and stuff like that. So that's not what I'm all about. I just want to help people get more visibility online, um, make everything as simple and as easy as possible, and just be personal, um, not be, you know, that PC all the time and that, you know, that whole um vibe is just not me so i do target small business owners also like uh just one man businesses um everything that's just a small business basically and my focus is on websites and seo so designing websites building websites and then optimizing them for search engines including like the content and the copy and the visuals and the images um color palettes picking out the typography like yeah essentially like building a brand, um, mm-hmm. that's like my focus, and it kind of like incorporates everything a little bit. You know, it also has to do with setting up social profiles and stuff like that. It depends on how much uh, handholding a client actually wants, um, but yeah, the main thing is like optimizing websites and doing SEO. So
0: obviously, you're you're doing that, and and it all sounds good, and clearly is going well for you. Is there going to become a point though? Um, or you might have already resolved this already, Mm -hmm. who does all the client handholding? Are you doing all of that stuff or have you already got someone that takes that pressure away from you?
1: I know I'm doing the client handholding all by myself. I like the personal connection. Um, I think that, excuse me, I have like a small community, obviously, because I just started out. But um, it's like a very close relationship. Like people actually reply to my email newsletters that I send out and be like, Oh, thank you so much. That was a great tip. Like I did this and that and I listened to you and now I got this and that. And like, it's so cool to hear. Um, We have on zoom calls and just, you know, chat and see how things are going. And it's literally like a friendship. Like it's a super cool relationship. And that's also what I like. So I like to, um, be like the content person for clients and also be the face of Dragon Digital Marketing. Um, and yeah, just help them out as me, Monique. And yeah, that's how I handle it. Um, definitely at some point, um, like you've already said, I will have to also get help with that and hire another person to also help me with that as I'm scaling my business. But right now it's just me and I'm really, really enjoying it. So to me, what I outsource. I don't like accounting, (laughs) so that would be some stuff that I outsource or just manual stuff like copy and paste work, data entry, uh, people migrating to like a different email marketing software, like a different CMS and stuff like that, or um, some people didn't even have a customer relationship management uh, system set up before. So setting all of that up and copying and pasting stuff from like Excel sheets and stuff like that, so that's things that I um do outsource sometimes even some web development stuff if I just don't have the time but if I do I also like to do that like I like creating a program and basically I'm just I get to be my own boss and pick what I want to do when I want to do it and I can always do whatever I feel like doing whatever I don't feel like doing I can get help with that so that's like perfect right
0: (laughs) Oh, no, listen, I always
1: want it, absolutely
0: so. <laughs> uh, no, it's a perfect position to be in. I mean, I, I'm pretty similar to you in the fact that I don't like the accounting side of business um, and, and stuff like that. So I'd much rather be doing stuff um, that, that actually you know, helps a client than chasing up invoices or even raising invoices. But I think obviously... The great thing about this industry is you can delegate a lot of that stuff out to a person or use automation as well where possible to to you know kind of do your invoicing and, and sit, you know chase those invoices but on invoicing um and contracts and all of that kind of stuff you know for a new business um and obviously you don 't have to answer this um, Do you have contracts in place for clients? do you not, and how are you finding? the invoicing because one thing I would say to anyone is that invoicing side of things is something you have to keep on top of from the get-go because you give someone an inch, they'll take a yard, you know, have you come across any problems where, you know, you're spending more time chasing invoices than actually doing any work and what have you done to kind of alleviate those problems?
1: Yes, absolutely. So I do have contracts in place with every single client. I do not do anything, not even like the littlest thing, without a contract. And then I have um, a scope of the project or if it's like a much monthly retainer of that. So I definitely uh, always make sure um, to have it in writing what is out of scope and what is in scope, and I'm really meticulous with that. And <laughs> um, <laughs> clients want something else. Um, I'm like sure, of course, um, but you know now I'm gonna um, add this to like our document, and I'm gonna get a signature um, from them again. What I also do in addition to like the contract and um, the project, um, yeah, project template basically, <laughs> um, where I list the scope. I also like it's I list the scope. I, li- I list the simple, uh, the single steps, and I also list some milestones. And then I also, like, give them an idea in accordance to the milestones, um, you know, how the payment plan is designed. Because obviously, um, clients don't pay all at once. It will be too much for a lot of business owners. It is, um, yeah, just too much, right? It's not like a cheap service. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so um, I always negotiate with clients um, how we're going to do it. Um, most of the time, what the concept that I like the most, too, is um, if they pay 50% upfront, and from then on, it's going to be installments um, according to the milestones. So yeah, what I was actually going to say was, um, in addition to the contract and uh, the project template, um, I also always add a non-disclosure agreement so that you're also um, you know, safe when it comes to that, because obviously, as digital marketers, we see a lot of data. We see personal information from their existing customers and clients. Like there's just a lot of confidential information, even when it comes to stuff like passwords. Um, not everybody has LastPass or other password management uh, softwares, so some people just like to work old school. And um, yeah, it's also important to have that set in place. Um, you don't even have to like have your own lawyer and hire your own lawyer to do that for you. There's great templates online, so you can use those and then have a lawyer check it for you, you know, just, just to be extra safe, better safe than sorry. Um, the law is different from state to state, so it varies depending on what state you live in, you may want to get that check. There's a great website uh, called Rocket Lawyer, where um, you can basically customize your own template, and then you like pay a monthly fee, and you always can have a lawyer look over the stuff that you've created basically so the agreements and the contracts that you created and they make sure that it's fine with like my state and the client state and I'm also really yeah I've done that from the beginning I've heard bad stories from freelancers and other people um yeah who are just in trouble <laughs> because they, they didn't do it so yeah <laughs> I always do that that's super important to me I would literally decline um work and say I'm not going to do it if They're not okay with this process. It's super transparent. It's not like highfalutin language or anything like that. Like I really write it out. Like I customize it, right? So I write large parts of it myself um, in just plain English. And it's super easy to read. I make sure that I'm super transparent about that. I'm also always available for questions and everything. I want to make this like the most uh the smooth as smooth as I can possibly.
0: Yeah. Well you've clearly done a lot of research which is uh, great to see for someone young uh, mm-hmm. like you know <laughs> and not new to it you know it's um, all of these things I'm asking are things that I just failed to do and uh, it's great to see someone picking up on that stuff um, and and obviously trying to eliminate those problems and what I also bloody hate is that you keep answering all my questions I was going to ask you <laughs> where do you get a template? You know, and also one last other thing—you've obviously answered where you get the
1: templates. Yeah.
0: But um, but what I was going to say is, obviously, you said if someone adds something to the scope, um, that you get another signature. What are you using to get these people to sign this stuff? Is there like a software? Will they sign it, or what? Can you oh read? no, they
1: can sign it online. So if they're old school, they can like print it out. It's a PDF document. They can print it out, sign it, uh, take a picture of it, or. Scan it and then send it back to me, or they can just uh, sign it online. Um, I'm on a maximum using preview, and whenever you open like a PDF document with preview, you can like just insert your signature. I don't know if you know that feature. So you just set up your signature once and then you just like drag it um, (laughs) down to the line. And yeah, that's basically the process. Super simple. Um, Clients have like a software, they can use that at the end of the day, all I care about is that there's a signature on the document that they then send
0: back to me. Ah, interesting. Interesting. So moving away from all that boring documents and, and stuff, because again, I hate all that stuff, but it's very, very important that you've got that implemented as, you, as you've as you said. Um, but going on to um, doing the work and all of that kind of stuff, obviously you're working with different freelancers. I'm assuming they're not all local to you. They're they're from around the world, right?
1: Yeah, they're from um, around the world. After cutting <coughs> stuff, um, I like to hire local people. Like, um, yeah, I've just heard bad things about, you know, if you hire non-native uh, English speakers, it's just a hassle.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, but, yeah, other than that, I hire people from around the world.
0: Um, so how do you or what are you using to – um, is there like a, a CMS or, or something you're using to kind of send this work to people and, and interact with them or is it all email based? Uh,
1: so um, I use platforms. I like to use uh, freelancer, Upwork, Fiverr, um, people that I know from you know just networking. I know oh, freelancers and so in I can of- the DMs, uh, different stuff, yeah.
0: But in terms of the actual management of the work, so you've got all your guys hired from Upwork or whatever, that's all good. But in terms of you managing a project, is there a a software or a system that you're using where you're going to tell your web designer, I've got to sign off for this scope of work, here's the scope of work. What are you using?
1: Oh, okay. So uh, the communication is basically email, sometimes when it does require like a face-to-face meeting Zoom. And then, obviously, like to manage all the tasks and to-dos. I like to use Trello, um, Microsoft, to-do, and just, yeah, tools like that.
0: Trello. Yeah, no, Trello's a good old favorite. I was just curious to know if you had something else up your sleeve (laughs) 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 on that. But in terms of getting clients, you know, getting clients is going to be the, the thing that probably scares everyone the most, including yourself. When you leave, you're going, geez, you know. Don't know where my next bit of money's coming from. What or how or, or, or can you give us some tips on how you were quickly able to get the ground running? Where did you where did you go? I know you said that you go on uh, online communities and all that stuff. Is that where all the work comes from, or is there something else that you were doing?
1: That's just for uh, networking, uh, getting online visibility for myself, getting my name out there, and just you know networking with people. And that's just also the most valuable resources ever that you can find to just find information like I did a lot of research and just listen to people like active listening like it's like so simple but it's so 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 important and saves you a lot of trouble like I prefer learning from other people's mistakes than um, making the mistakes myself and then you know learning the hard way so I prefer learning the easy way. So I just talk to a lot of people um, and just listen and uh, don't be shy. Just hit people up. Most people like to talk about themselves and, you know, like to tell their story. And they're flattered by the fact that, you know, someone's interested in them. And uh, it just, it's just natural. Like for us humans, it makes makes us feel appreciated. And so definitely don't be shy. Um Everybody is like super accessible and approachable these days, especially like through social media. So that's how you network. Um, The way that I find clients is like a whole other process. So I've been running some ads, but my agency really is focused on inbound marketing and doing everything the inbound way. So it took me a while to um, find clients. I didn't um, have clients from the get-go, and there also was like a phase where I was doing both. So it wasn't like, okay, I'm going to quit my job and then start my agency. I was doing it as a side hustle at first because I didn't get clients from the beginning. <laughs> um, that's like the dream situation, dream scenario, but oftentimes it's not the reality. And also it doesn't have to be like just, you know, use your brain, use your common sense and think and, you know, don't be too eager and uh, then get in financial trouble. So you can quit your job when you're ready to quit your job and when you look at your bank balance and that also reflects that you're ready to quit your job. (laughs) Don't do it sooner. So I wasn't under a lot of pressure and I just had to be patient. Like the inbound way, it just takes time. Um, I focus, I've been focusing on high quality content from the beginning. Like I only publish long form stuff. um, and, yeah, I just do my best to optimize my content and my user experience on my website and, like, throughout every uh, touch point that a person possibly can have with me. Um, I answer comments. I just get – I just jump in the conversation. Like, that's a quote from Gary uh, Reed that I just heard recently. He said, Twitter is like a giant cocktail party, and everybody has permission to just jump in conversations, and that's literally what it is, um, so, yeah, Twitter, I'm, I'm really active on Twitter. It's actually my favorite uh, social network for my business. Oh. Um, so, yeah, and then I'm also, I really think the customer journey through. Um, I picture the funnel and then I really, really, I'm so, so I got, so first of all, <laughs> it's like a bunch of things. Um, I got a super, super detailed buyer persona of my ideal customer in my head and also written down. Um, and so basically I've learned over time what I, what I have to do and what people need. So in the interest and awareness stage, um, what's going on in a potential customer's mind? What do they want? What problems do they have? Um, how solution aware are they? And so on. And like in the uh, consideration and intent stage, it's entirely different. Then you want to make them aware of your solution. They're already aware of like the solution in general but you want to point out what's unique about you, so they consider you. And then in the um, you know, purchase stage, um, when they're ready to buy, they're going to search for a whole other d- different things. They're going to be very specific and actually search for like digital marketing agency near me or a digital marketing agency in Florida or in St. Petersburg or whatever. So um, that's different. So I'm you know, really, really um, big about funnels, detailed uh, by your personas, and automation and I just, I have my email sequences all in place, and I just, you know, switch it up. Like, for example, the first email had like a more uh, rational pitch talking about the numbers and the ROI and how my digital marketing services can help people get more revenue and attract more customers to them. Then like the uh, next email would have like more an, um, of an emotional angle and be, and be like, um, get the traffic that you deserve because you deserve it. And, you are you know, that's like a, um, a whole I – just, I just switch it up, and I just, yeah, got everything in place and everything figured out. <laughs> I'm super big on strategy and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's how I do it. But it still takes time. doesn't mean that um, if you do it like that, that nothing is fast, really. Nothing worth having comes easy or comes fast. <laughs> like, you just have to know that.
0: Yeah, Um, And
1: then also leverage just your connections and the people you know. So your first clients typically are people that you already know. When you tell your friends and your family members and they refer you. And in the beginning for most people, that's just the reality of it. It's going to be on like a hustle and referral basis. um, Until you have that automated lead generation system set up and you have reached that level of traffic that um your funnel and your conversion rates are going to be good enough that you get you know a consistent stream of uh, customers that are actually converting um and going from conversion to conversion until they actually until they actually are your customers so that takes time in the beginning it's just hustle and referral and just do good work like just give your best and try to be better than everybody else try to always always learn um always stay open-minded And, you know, if something is really, really good, that it's noteworthy, and that it's remarkable, people are going to talk about it. And that's always what I have in mind and what I want to reach. Like, I want people to say, oh my gosh, Monique, like, she designed the most beautiful logo for my startup. She um, got what I told her, like, she completely understood me and what I wanted um, in the meeting that we had. And she literally brought my vision to life and just, um, you know, did it how I imagined it in my dreams. Those are like the stories uh, that you want. This is exactly what you want to reach. So um, just deliver amazing work. Um, And that's something that you can only do if you really love what you do and, you know, you feel like it's your passion. If you're just in it because, oh, digital marketing, like it's super hype right now, and SEO, like it's super hype right now, everybody's talking about it, let me just get into that and so I can make money or so I can just hop on that train. What I see a lot of people doing. <laughs> and um, yeah, and obviously from that motivation that people have, if they approach it from you know that angle, they're never going to be... As good as someone who is intrinsically motivated because they really love marketing, or you know, you can apply to like every field out there.
0: Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I think most of the successful guys I know like live and breathe um, SEO or digital marketing. um, You know, I'm in a few WhatsApp group chats, and there's guys arguing about strategy and stuff at like eight o'clock in a Sunday morning and stuff like those, or you know, 10 o'clock on a Saturday night when everyone else should be out drunk. They're saying, no, this is bullshit. You know, this is garbage. And, you know, try this and try that. And as I say, that they're all like really motivated about it. And, and you know, I think that's where I see um, myself as well. Um, you know, I love SEO and stuff like that. And I think that's that's been probably the single biggest thing uh, in any success that I've had is, um, not because I'm a, you know, it's magic or anything, just because I'm obsessed with it and, and trying to better myself all the time. Um, but going back um, a few steps before we do wrap it up, obviously you've started out, you've done this stuff um, and I think you've done a lot of clever stuff and, and you clearly are on the way to doing great things. But is there anything that you've done because it's all good and well talking about success. Has there been any failures along the way in your first, uh, probably not far off a year you've been on your own. Um, Has there been anything where you would say, I've tried this and it was absolute garbage, it was wrong, avoid it? Is there anything you can give us there um, that you've done that that you probably wouldn't advise another person to do?
1: Uh, No, not really, actually, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, nothing major,
0: nothing I can think of right now um no, just curious to know, and also you said um, you know you, you you read and done a lot of research and done all of this stuff. Can you give us a couple of places if someone's listening just now saying, Bloody hell she's smart, done her research she's listened to people and all that. is there a group a Facebook group a, a forum or people that you follow. Can you give us a few tips on where you found this information?
1: Yeah, I started uh, leveraging and, you know, looking at all the information that people put out for free out there, like on YouTube, Neil Patel, his videos, his YouTube channel, uh, Brian Dean from Backlinko, uh, consumed all of that. Um, took some courses from Google, Google Digital Garage, uh, they have like a really good digital marketing course that's free. It's super, super basic, but it's ideal for beginners. And then if you get more advanced, I did, I think I actually did every single course from the Moz Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just, you know, put everything to work. Like I'm not, I've never been a person who just likes to consume the theory and like just read the information or watch the information in form of a video I just put everything to work. So I signed up uh, for softwares and, like, actually tried things out. Like, I set up automations, and I, you know, I was always super eager to, like, understand the concept behind things. I was tweaking different headlines, different messaging, uh, different copy different stuff like that here and there. I've been revamping my own website like multiple times ever since I set it up. And like, remember, it's only six months old. So I'm always like trying and monitoring and observing and asking people also just openly like, hey, how do you find this? Uh, check this out. Um, Collecting the feedback and just always iterating, tweaking, improving. And, you know, yeah, that's that's how I do it
0: interesting interesting um and you also lastly mentioned that you you went to some seminars or, or and stuff like that what, what what sort of ones there would you advise were, were the in-person seminars Were the online um and what were they
1: everything was online so it was basically like online seminars web seminars or webinars um and hamley i like her a lot uh she's great for writing and content marketing. Uh, Jay Bear, uh does a lot of webinars. Um, who else? Just trying to think. Uh, live streams, too. Um, actually, Elementor also got really, really cool webinars that they do on a regular basis. Like, I always see the emails. Um, who else? Like, basically... Almost everybody, just yeah, look at like the most credible sources, SEMrush, uh, specifically for SEO right now, SEMrush, Moz, um, Backlinko, Neil Patel. Um, your stuff is great, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Good thing laughs> to see that. Damn.
1: Um, People will be
0: oh, look at, at her.
1: Seth Godin, I, I really love his interviews and the stuff that he puts out, too. I listen to other podcasts. Uh, podcast i just like to you know listen to other people's stories and don't just listen to the success stories uh and interviews with people that scale their business from like i don't know ten dollars to their name and their bank account you know they got like 25 million or whatever like those are amazing stories you can definitely listen and get inspired by that and try to take as much away from that as you can but like also listen to you normal know, people like me and you and you know how. How they started everything, you know, from the beginning, uh, thinking baby steps and, you know, just consume everything that you possibly can. I mean, it's up to everybody how you spend your time. You can waste your time and mindlessly scroll uh, down your Instagram feed or watch Netflix or whatever. Or you can actually uh, consume informational content, educational content that's an investment in your future and that's going to get you further in life. And if you do that, like I did for a little bit over a year, you're going to be a beast, like in no time. Like, <laughs> imagine that. If you're like, um, if you improve yourself one percent and get one percent better every day, in one hundred days, you're already one hundred percent better. So mm-hmm. right now, right there, you've already doubled your skills and your skill set and your expertise. And then if you're not shy and hiding yourself in your own house, but you're putting yourself out out there and publishing content. Then you're also growing your um, your trustworthiness and your visibility and your you know overall overall online presence. Like people know about you, and you build a reputation. That's how you build your brand. That's how you get going. Like it's like the the process: learn, apply, share.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway. And
0: one final thing, I want to ask you, because um, a lot of people say it, it's all good and well um you know putting your face out there but a lot of people are especially in this industry are introverts yeah
1: Um, (laughs) that's why i said that
0: (laughs) are you do you find it cut i mean clearly you come across very comfortable on camera and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um is that something you just thought i have to do this are you that comfortable because i know I, you know, when I've been speaking and done webinars and podcasts and everything to start, I used to have a dry mouth and be really nervous. Um, but my mindset was just do it because if these other guys can do it, then, then I can do it. Um, you know, what, what's your take on that? Is it something you're actually comfortable with or is this something you just feel that you just got to do?
1: Um, I, I'll, I, definitely feel like it's something that you have to do, but you know, practice makes perfect, and you have to get used to it in order to become comfortable with it. So I've always been like an outgoing person. I love presentations. Like I remember like in high school, I was always like when the teacher was like, um, you know, that great is not going to be an exam, but it's a presentation. I was like, yes, presentation. Like now I'm going to get an A+. plus. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, it really depends on what type of person you are. But if you're like more introverted, you know, there's different types of media formats. You can start with text, um, putting your name on things, you know, guest blogging, like just have your name appear somewhere in like the author section of blogs and other websites. Then the next step that you can do is, um, you know, images. Post pictures of yourself. Um, let people know like the face who's behind whatever it is that you're doing, and that everybody has their uh, own name and their comp- company name. So definitely like, yeah, show your face and um yeah share a picture that you're comfortable with that you're proud of that you feel like you look good in that and share that and put that in like your thumbnails or yeah on your blog whatever um incorporate that um then the next thing you can do um is audio you can start a po- you don't even have to start a podcast actually i do recommend <laughs> you to start a podcast if you haven't already like it's boom. like michelle obama started her own podcast Um, Kim Kardashian or something like everybody, uh, right now kind of like starting their own podcast. So audio is like really, really great and a really great time to jump into right now. So, um, then you're just basically making your voice public and it's just like you speaking. And then the next step that you can take in like this sequence of baby steps would be video, uh, content. And, you know, you don't have to, like, record hour-long <laughs> videos or whatever. Like, start with little snippets. Like, look at what Gary V does. Like, record a 30-second thing, sharing, like, one quick tip or whatever. And, you know, just get comfortable with it. And you'll lose that nervousness and that whole, it's not, you know, it's not strange to you anymore. It's not special. It's like, oh, I got, the, uh, I got this interview with Craig this morning, and then I got this interview with this and that, and it's just like your normal routine, and you get used to it. And that's how you become self-confident. Um, and also what I um, would like to say is there's nothing wrong with being introverted. A lot of people mistake uh, being introverted with being shy. Uh, you don't have to be like super, oh, like a, I don't know, <laughs> you know, some people, they um, have like huge gestures and Uh, facial expressions and they're like super just active and this and that you don't have to be like that just be authentic just be your authentic um self and be natural and you can be introverted and you know still be super professional you just can't be shy you just can't be self-insecure or questioning yourself because um your audience just knows that you're not really it's like If that guy isn't even like, you know, sure and convinced of what he's saying, like, why would I consume information from him or believe that or, um, you know, actually execute those tips and stuff like that. So you just have to be, um, yeah, just be self secure and confident and you can be introverted and yeah, you don't have to be super extravagant and extraordinary, if
0: that's just not you yeah no good tips good tips um but sadly we are out of time Mm -hmm. um but i'm sure we'll get you back for something else in the future there's a you could probably talk all day Uh, yeah,
1: all sorts (laughs) of different stuff
0: um but for anyone who's interested in potentially talking to you reaching out to you working with you where's the best place for people to find you
1: Yeah, you can find me on my website. That's dragon-digital-marketing.com. I'm also on social media. You can find me on Facebook. That's Dragon Digital Marketing as well. You can find me on Twitter. Um, You can find me on YouTube. I just started a YouTube channel. Um, I hope to get more traction there as well. So Yeah, just um, type it into Google and you can find me. I also got a blog um, that's called the Dragon Digital Marketing Blog. I also got a podcast. It's called the Dragon Digital Marketing Podcast. (laughs) So yeah, you can definitely find me and I'm super available and approachable.
0: And we'll have the links below the video as well uh, if you do want to reach out to Monique. But Thank you very much for taking the time to come on, and hopefully I will catch up with you again soon.
1: Right, you're welcome. I had a great time. Um, yeah, <laughs> there is so much you can share about this topic, but I really think I really hope that it helps out uh, people a lot, and we can take things away from that. And I've had a blast, and happy to be back on your show. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. <laughs>